Hey folks, Joyce Vance here. One year since the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol, Attorney General Merrick Garland gave a speech last week to DOJ staff about the department's approach to the investigations. In other news, the January 6th committee requested that Fox News host Sean Hannity voluntarily answer questions before the committee. And with the midterm elections approaching this November, there's a new conversation emerging in Washington. Could Donald Trump become Speaker of the House? Preet Bharara and I discuss all this and more on the Cafe Insider podcast. Today, we're sharing a clip from the episode with listeners of Stay Tuned. To hear our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, try the membership free for two weeks. You can do that at cafe.com slash insider. That's cafe.com slash insider. We look forward to having you as a part of the insider community. So, you know, while we're on the subject of future possibilities, there's one that I know people don't like. I mentioned it once at a cocktail hour at a conference I was at in the fall, and people looked at me like I had four heads. But this idea that if Bill Crystal is wrong and the Democrats do lose the House, who becomes the Speaker of the House? And a lot of people just assume it's going to be Kevin McCarthy. I'm not saying the scenario I sketch out is likely or probable, but it's above zero. In the same way that Donald Trump back in 2015 had a slightly above zero chance of becoming the President of the United States, and people dismiss it out of hand, but there is a, there's no legal impediment, and there's quite a bit of political support for Donald Trump becoming the Speaker of the House in January of 2023. Now, people, some people are listening to this and they know I've said this before, and other people have not heard me say this before, and their heads are exploding. And people say to themselves, well, that's silly. That requires real work. Really? Like the presidency required real work? <laughs> and Matt Gates, who himself is under investigation, has suggested pretty strongly, and it's been received well by the other crazy people who were in the same category as Matt Gates, that Donald Trump would be a great Speaker of the House. What do you think of that? You know, if you're Matt Gates, probably, because uh, it's the next step to getting him back in the White House and, and getting you a pardon when you're convicted. But leaving that aside and just talking about the technical possibilities of, of Trump becoming the Speaker of the House, as a legal proposition, it is clear that he could become the Speaker. There's no requirement that you be a member of Congress. Nobody else on, on the staff in, in that office line is a member of Congress. It is a longstanding practice. The Speaker has always been an elected member. There's no reason that that Matt Gates and buddies couldn't follow through and, and make it Trump. Yeah, and you know, I say this not to freak people out, not to engage in you know absurd political speculation, but for people to really understand what's at stake in the 2022 midterms and what a circus-like atmosphere we could enter. And you could make the argument, you know, I could put on my you know, my, my Trump advocacy hat and say, Mr. President, what could be better and more fun than being Speaker of the House? First of all, it's an unprecedented thing. You'll go down in the, in the history books as being the first non-member of the House of Representatives to be Speaker of the House. You are, what, a second in line to the presidency. You get to be the presiding officer. You get to preside over your vengeance against Joe Biden, who stole the election from you, and move forward with great speed and alacrity on impeaching Joe Biden. And you'll be in the news every day. Trump will have what he didn't have before or what he's lacked a little bit of, being the center of the political universe, having all the attention 
of the national and world media upon him. Maybe even he gets his social media accounts back because he'll be, you know, irrelevant government official at that point. And it's a platform from which he can cause havoc. He can rally his folks. He's an actual political actor and can run for president again from that platform. It doesn't, you know, I know people think that it's crazy. It doesn't seem that crazy to me. It doesn't feel crazy at all. It sounds like Trump's dreams come true, right? And it actually changes that first line of his obituary. Instead of a twice-impeached president, he's a twice-impeached president who became the Speaker of the House. I think that there's a lot here for Trump to like. And you put it in the context of the midterm elections. This is something that people should have at the forefront of their consciousness when they think about what's going to go on there. Yeah. You know, Chris Hayes, who I think is a pretty smart guy, has suggested on social media that people should pay more attention to this possibility. We got into trouble a little bit in 2016 by people just scoffing at something that is of low likelihood. Things that are of low likelihood still happen. They just are of low likelihood, right? None of these things are zero. And the likelihood today of Trump being the Speaker of the House, to me, is much higher than the perceived likelihood in 2015 of him becoming president. I think that that's right. And and the problem that, that lies just underneath the surface here is who's going to keep it from happening? Let's say the Republicans win at the midterms. They make Trump the speaker and the Democrats say, oh, no, you, you can't do that. The speaker has to be a member. That's our long, longstanding practice. Are they going to get it into a court? Is a judge going to interfere in a dispute that's going on between the parties in Congress? No, no. absolutely not. But I guess the the intermediate question is, Trump has to want it. Let's say Trump wants it. And Matt Gates and his allies, I don't know how it works exactly, but put Trump's name forward. Question one is, <laughs> does Kevin McCarthy step back or does he compete against Trump? I'm not sure. Maybe he competes. Who wins in the House of Representatives, Trump versus McCarthy? That's a crazy question. That's just crazy talk, right? Yeah. But I think I think Trump wins. <laughs> I think he absolutely wins. I think people are so afraid of him. And here's this is the most inexplicable feature of the Trump presidency to me. But but increasingly, I understand that whether it makes sense to me or not, it's the reality that we live with. A majority of the Republican Party and, and predominantly those who are elected to the Congress are so desperate to hang on to those jobs that they have to run for re-election for every two years that they will do whatever it takes to stay in Trump's good graces so he does not, you know, support a primary opponent who runs against them and beats them. It is an inexplicable failure of moral courage in this country. There's another thing going on, too, and I think it's it's the descent into crazy land circus atmosphere that Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and that Trump encourages, right? Just complete political drama and craziness, which is not a political principle. It's not a governing principle. It's sort of an aesthetic, right? It's like, screw the libs, own the libs, trigger the libs. What could be better for that purpose, for that you know, sort of general circus-like aesthetic than Donald Trump riding back into the Capitol as Speaker of the House. It is the three-ring circus version of the Republican Party with Trump as the ringmaster. I mean, it's really how he's always operated as a politician. Yeah, and he doesn't have to win a difficult nationwide election. You know, the more I, the more I think about it, 
I just don't understand. I don't think I think it'd be horrible for the country. I think it'd be horrible for the House and horrible for the Congress. But if I try to put myself in Donald Trump's shoes, understanding his motivations, his interests, his narcissism, his needs, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do it? I can't think of a good reason unless somehow, as the speaker, he becomes accountable to the House's ethics standards, and if that interferes with a lot of his finances. But who's going to hold him accountable if the Republicans the are the majority? He's right? the speaker. Yeah, I just, right. Other than that one possibility that doesn't get too far, I think we're looking at Speaker Donald Trump if the Republicans take the midterm elections. All right. You know, on that note, Joyce, I think I need to tall stiff drink. <laughs> Preet, it's only 1034 in the morning. I know, but Trump is Speaker. Oh, my goodness. So, Preet, you uh, spend a lot of time making fun of how I say words. No, I don't. I just you have a do. disagreement with you it's, on some of the words. It's loving. But, but here's a question about the actual words themselves, right? We talked last week about subpoenas and whether you Thanks for listening. To hear the full episode, head to cafe.com slash insider and try out the membership free for two weeks. That's cafe.com slash insider. And to the many of you who've chosen to join the Insider community, thank you for supporting our work.